0: Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Ziknego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Well, my dear listener, the week is coming to a close yet again, and it is Friday once more. Now, Fridays are a little bit bittersweet because on one hand, I do enjoy my Ask Peyton segment, but on the other hand, it does mean that I will not get to talk to you for a few days, which is a little sad, but maybe we all need a break from me for a while, you know? Also, the weekends are a good time to get out and do stuff and just sort of enjoy the summer weather before it gets too overbearingly hot. Now, before I get into the Ask Peyton segment today, we here at COVID Operation would like to say a Big, big thank you to Sophia for submitting a whole host of questions for us to answer for today and for many other Fridays to come. So, tapioca, why don't we say a big thank you? I'll let you go first. Ah, that was sweet, tapioca. And now a thank you for me from the bottom of my COVID operation heart. Thank you. Not only for your continued listenership and support, but also for this nice little collection of questions that I'm very excited to answer, to be honest. So thank you. And yes, let's get on with it. So question number one. Or, well, I suppose it wasn't actually number one on the list, but this one got me quite excited. So, Sophia asks, You talked about doing a skit on the strange remedies people in the middle-aged use to, quote-unquote, cure people of various illnesses and diseases. What's your favorite middle Ages treatment? This question makes me very happy because I was not allowed to use my expertise in that skit. So, you know. Well, I mentioned that I liked the one where they covered someone in mercury and then put them in an oven. That one was quite funny to me, and I specifically mentioned that one in the skit because I made a point about how like, well, when he came out of the oven, he looked really good. He was dead, but he looked better. And I thought that that was really good, but my group did not. But I think that another one I really enjoyed is, you know, they use the usual stuff like putting various animal parts on you and just cutting you open and bleeding you or throwing flowers at you etc but my favorite one that was not exactly medical based but was tried as a cure were these groups of people who would go from town to town in medieval europe and whip themselves in like town squares and stuff trying to get repentance from god or something basically they thought that the black plague was a curse from God for their hubris and whatnot, so they thought the best way to cure this was to run about and spank themselves in the middle of town for days on end, just going from town to town hitting themselves and inviting people to join them. Needless to say, this actually made the Black Plague much worse because they were spreading it to places that maybe didn't have it yet, so that was funny in a very dark and twisted way, but you know, uh... It's something that I enjoyed reading about, and there are lots of very fantastic medieval art pieces out there about it. Well, first of all, medieval art is very entertaining to look at because they didn't really know how to draw people, but aside from that, now it's just these poorly drawn people slapping themselves with sticks, and I just find some sort of enjoyment in it. Clearly, it's like a sick pleasure of mine, this Black Death medieval stuff. I'm not entirely sure why, but it's just fascinating. A little interesting fact that I'm really glad we don't do during this current pandemic, because if we had to run around and try to recruit people to whip themselves in the middle of town, I'm not entirely sure what we would do. Well, I hope that answered your question, but now I'm excited to move on because the next question is, lots of people have ghost stories, and I was wondering if you had any paranormal experiences, or if you know of someone who has. Well, lucky for you, I've most definitely had some ghosties in my life because, well, I would think I would make a pretty good ghost hunter, and so a few times I have gone out there trying to bust some ghosts, if you will. There was a time when I wanted to go to school at the Savannah College of Art and Design, or SCAD. And a fun fact about Savannah, Georgia, is that it is famously haunted. And, you know, I think that's pretty neat. And so when we went to go tour the school, I was all about it. You know, really excited to look at things and talk to ghosts and, I guess, you know, look at SCAD too. But mostly ghosts. I was there for ghosts. But it was very fun to do these ghost tours, just going about and trying your best to communicate with the dead and see if you could see anything. Now, on the few tours my family did together, we didn't really get a whole lot. It was mostly just like I was taking a bunch of pictures that were really poorly photographed, so we didn't really get any evidence. Now, my parents had been there years earlier, and they had actually taken some pictures because my dad is an actual good photographer. And he took some really good pictures that I used in a school report doing the YouTuber big red circles and saying, oh, ghosts for my report about ghosts when everyone else was doing very serious stuff. You know, I've talked about it before, but yeah, that's what I did for one of my projects and I got an A on it. So, you know, I thought that was pretty neat. But my dad actually managed to capture some orbs and things on camera, which I thought was pretty neat. And so when we went, I wanted to try and emulate that. But I am a horrible photographer and I was a little bit spooked the whole time. So I was a bit shaky. So really, I'm a ghostbuster in training, but I'll get there one day anyway. Now, when we went and did the ghost tours, you know, I was just more excited to be there in the history and absorbing the ghost stories and really just having a good time, but didn't really capture anything. But then there was a late night ghost tour at this place that was now a bus garage, but it was a post office, I think. I don't exactly remember the history of the place, but it had a whole bunch of shenanigans that went down there because Savannah, Georgia was a big town during the Civil War. So a lot of their stories revolve around Civil War soldiers and whatnot because that was a bloody war. And beside from that, this place was actually plagued with a bunch of people getting hit by cars all around. It was weird. And so my mom and I went because I really wanted to do some more ghost hunting because I felt like I didn't get the full experience last time and this one was meant to be like a smaller group thing so you would have a more personal experience with the ghosts and so I convinced my mom to take me and the two of us went away to this bus garage and there were like maybe five other people there And this was crazy. So there's this thing called the spirit box, which basically utilizes radio waves and sort of passes through radio channels really quickly, if you believe in this sort of stuff, uh, essentially giving spirits the ability to manipulate said radio waves to form words and maybe even sentences if you're lucky. And... I thought this was really cool because I've seen ghost hunters on TV shows use them before and I've always wanted to try my hand at one. And so when they said we'd be using spirit boxes, I was super excited. We were also taking like EVPs and stuff but I didn't get to hold an EVP machine. So I didn't really get to experience that. I was holding a microphone. So I do have recordings somewhere that I have yet to go through because I keep forgetting, but I do have ghost recordings possibly somewhere. Anyway, back to my story. So we're walking around this abandoned like bus garage and it was so spooky. It was really cool. I was having a lot of fun, but I was terrified. Uh, there was this part in the tour where they took us into this like little storage room that apparently had been used for devil worshiping and occult stuff so that was really spooky but they also had this like red light in there because you know they wanted us to have a good scare but also it was absolutely terrifying because you could definitely feel that something was in there and when we used the spirit box we got a lot of like grumbling and definitely didn't feel super fun i think some guy got scratched i'm pretty sure So that was very fun. And then we went out to the main room and one of the lights turned on because the lights were off because ghosts, you know, got to come out in the dark. And one of the big overhead lights turned on and then started flickering and then turned back off. And we asked some question about like, oh, if you're here, you know, turn the light back on. And it turned back on. And then there was a lot of like, oh, you know, because ghost. And that was really spooky, creepy, cool, but we didn't really get any responses after that. So we moved on. And then this is when the spirit box really comes into play. So they're telling us about these people who died in really tragic car accidents near the property. There were a lot of them, like a suspicious amount. And one of them was this story about this guy who I believe, I might be wrong about this, but I believe he worked in the area where the bus garage now was as a soup kitchen worker or something and he tragically died in a car accident very close to the location of this soup kitchen and so there's this like soup ghost you know and so we're sitting there trying to get into contact and the spirit box kept saying soup and that was very insane and we had some very specific words coming through. We had a lot of, yeah, a lot of information coming through the spirit box and a lot of direct answers. And when I say a lot, I mean like three or four, which is actually quite a lot considering the fact that, you know, in most cases you probably don't get one at all. So getting at least four direct responses to questions was unbelievable. And it was just, it was a great experience. and had a lot of fun with it, and I don't know, probably peed my pants, but it was a good time. No, my mom and I definitely, definitely had some ghost interactions then, and we had to make sure, you know, to tell them that they weren't allowed to follow us home or anything, because apparently they've done that before. Yeah, but it was a good time, and I definitely had a lot of fun with that. And, you know, whether or not you believe in the paranormal... It's a fun experience to have, I think. I mean, even if you think the people are pranking you, which I don't think, but if you did, still fun, because, you know, you get to feel spooked, and I know people enjoy that. But that was my, like, biggest ghost experience, I'd say, or, like, most prominent. Like, I've probably interacted with ghosts accidentally before. Uh, There's been a few times where, I don't know, like, a door will open, and I take the approach of, we're just pals, we're just buddies, it's fine. So when that sort of thing happens to me, I just sort of go, oh, we're watching a movie. You want to come watch? Uh, There was this time where I was in a friend's basement and the door to her like garage area swung open mysteriously. You know, no wind. We're in the basement and it was closed previously. So I said, oh, hey, buddy, we're just going to watch High School Musical. You're free to come and sit down if you want. And then the door kind of creaked close a little bit. And I was like, okay, cool. Good talk. That was spooky, but again, I just think that if you're polite to whatever spirits, you're definitely going to be better off, Uh, not only when you're trying to get interactions, but also just, you know, letting them know that you're their buddy, and then maybe you'll have a ghost friend. But, you know, those are my ghost tales. I've had a few more experiences, I think, but, you know, I'll leave it with those two. Maybe I can get into some more later. Now, real quick, before I finish the episode, I would like to answer a third and final question, which is, which do you like more, Fresno Nightwalkers or Mothman? And I have to say, that is a very difficult question. And if you aren't aware, these are cryptids. Uh, I've said before, I'm, a, I'm very fond of cryptids. Mothman is probably my go-to favorite, but that's a, he's a very popular one. But I mean, if I had to pick, like I'm forced to, I'd probably go with Mothman just because I think he's very lovable and I own way too much Mothman merch to say that I wouldn't side with him. But I'm just saying if I were to start a cryptid family, I'd definitely have both of them together. I don't know how you expected me to choose between the two of them, but there you go. Mothman wins. But if I could adopt both of them, I totally would. By the way, I have, for college, a lanyard with my ID on it and whatever, and it's got a bunch of cryptids on it, and it does have both Mothman and the Fresno Nightwalkers, which, by the way, if you're curious for this weekend, definitely do some research on Fresno Nightwalkers. They're very cool, and they're just little pants, basically, that were walking around in Fresno, and I just think that's fantastic. I love cryptids. I don't know. They're so... There's something about them that's just so charming and makes me very happy and, you know, makes me want to write reports on them. So, there you go. Maybe you'll have your next report topic. Black Death, Cryptids, Ghosts. I've written reports on all three of these things, and I can say it was pretty successful each time. So, just going to end today with a little lesson and that if you do something that you're passionate about and you talk about it, people will like it and listen. You know what? You can't go wrong with Cryptids, all right? <laughs> Anyway, I suppose that will do it because I've already talked for quite a while. So once again, a big thank you to Sophia for the question list. It was very much appreciated and we'll be very happy to refer to it in the weeks to come. And we loved all of your questions. So thank you. And hey, if anyone else has questions they want to submit, they can be about anything. Clearly, I will talk about anything. You can send those in to Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N at org, where Tapioca and I will be looking forward to hearing from you. That is all I have to say for today. So thank you very much for tuning in and listening. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. I will be back on Monday. Don't you worry. Stay safe out there this weekend. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.